And welcome to my Inside Reminder Fanatis podcast show. In this solo episode, I will talk about immortality. Are we immortal or there is no life after death? According from my perspective. So, many people live day-to-day lives, but very few embark on the search journey of immortality. So, today I want to say reasons why there is no way we are mortal. So, um, there is no way life after death doesn't exist. Of course, people want to hear the science telling that immortality was proven, but that will never happen. Um, firstly, because the science is corrupted. Secondly, many people would kill themselves in every hard situation. And thirdly, there would be no growth for soul if we would know all the truth. So this world is made in some way that we would always doubt on everything, on everything spiritual and call certain things into question. It's not bad to be a closed-minded person and a skeptic or an atheist. I was that person for a long time and I wanted to experience something phenomenal with my body. So I started doing yoga and meditation six years ago. So here are the reasons and proofs why I think we are immortal for sure. First proof. There was this psychiatrist and hypnotherapist. His name was Michael Newton. And he wrote the best-selling book, Destiny of Souls. So he made a hypnosis on his patients. And their higher selves started to talk about life after death and all this process and that is a whole another life there so i would definitely recommend you to read this book i didn't read the exact book but i read david wilcock book synchronicities and there was this source from this book so if that's true what he wrote this is amazing I know that uh, Michael Newton used to be a skeptic on this topic and he was an atheist and didn't believe in afterlife, but he was encouraged by his patients. And his patients on this, on these regressional hypnosis therapies started talking about their past lives and why certain behaviors are in this life. For example, did you know that a birthmark you have uh, somewhere might be the cause of your death in the past life? So, for example, I had this birthmark since since my childhood here. So probably somebody punched my face in, in, in the previous life and caused me to die. <laughs> I don't know. It's just my interpretation. So second proof about the afterlife is that the cosmos is endless, literally. There's no way that it's all we saw with our telescopes, like there could be many more things like what's beyond the black holes and all the jazz and like where does the cosmos end because nobody saw the end of the cosmos we just can see the observable amount of universe and that doesn't mean that it has the end i think it's endless that means that no time and space is in the cosmos and the universe was just forever These are these my thesis. I don't want to get into the arguments with other people who think that, but it's just my perspective. Mm. So, third proof about the afterlife is 
that many paranormal events are recorded by people about relatives and other paranormal forces like shutting the doors or yeah like uh, levitating a, a simple lamp or a book yeah many people witnessed something similar uh even myself but i don't want to talk about that so yeah fourth proof uh near-death experiences on these ones, scientists look just ridiculous for me, desperately trying to prove a point that all these experiences that when a person sees himself and everything that happens in the next room is nothing but a brain simulation. Like, literally, when a person has a near-death experiences, he comes out of his body and he hears and sees everything what's happening inside the room and he sees other people in the next room. So how your brain simulation can do that? It's just a very desperate explanation for me. You know, I imagine these very strict um, left-brainers who are just trying to prove their point no matter what, like almost in a desperate way. So yeah. There are many things science can't explain and, and will never be able to do so, but maybe quantum quantum science could explain some stuff. Fifth proof about immortality is that our eyes spectrum doesn't see many things, and if we don't see it, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. For example, we don't see radioactivity in, in a room or something like that, and that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Or we don't see the atoms just using a microscope. So my personal proofs about immortality and afterlife are these. So in one of my meditations, I had an out-of-body experience and I felt my astral body and it was very light and it literally came out of my body and I was like, whoa, and it felt so light, you know, and it was above my body, but I didn't see anything with my astral body, but um, I know that you can see people's thoughts with your astral, like literally, there are no eyes, according to my experiences, but there is this old body and you see everything with all your body, so... And in astral plane, and in astral plane, there is nothing to hide. Another very traumatic experience I got was the feeling of the tremendous power of eternity. That power was nothing like insanity, alcohol, or drugs, which I don't use. It felt like the eternity, literally. And the universe felt like it's forever. Forever it has been, forever it will be. I felt it, and no scientist can get bother with me trying to explain the cave stage theories about the Big Bang because that just doesn't work for me after my experiences I had which I can't explain why because sometimes in the middle of a night I used to wake up with all these weird sensations in my body and I was like what is happening am I going crazy but then I googled and I understood that many, many people are having very different spiritual experiences and we are all googling, am I crazy? <laughs> so yeah, we weren't crazy and I'm not crazy. So I would never ever wish anybody to experience uh, the eternity in a way I did. It wasn't peace. 
It was just an endless power from which I couldn't hide anywhere. I understood that there is no death. Yeah, it was just an understanding that we are immortal and death is just a cosmic joke. Yeah, so funny, not funny at all <laughs> for us humans. So yeah, um, it was so traumatic um, that I was so lucky that in this reality we have the illusion of time and space. So another proof about uh, immortality was my grandmother, who was a devoted Christian, and before her death, she started to talk with another world, and in this world, it looked like she's in a trance state. And she said that it was such a good feeling to be there, and she didn't want to come back, and she didn't want to be waked up, and she started to speak in all these scientific terms, which was very, very unusual for her because she lived in a countryside all her life and was a very simple uh, human. So, and she said in a very weird way, literally, like this higher realm speech that she understood everything and she's immortal. So in the same trance-like state, uh, she said to my mother not to believe in absolutely anything what anybody is saying. And another proofs I have are the dreams interfering with reality, about which I talked in my previous episode. So, also, I have ghost stories, and just the feeling of the astral. I can see auras, but I know that many people can see auras. So, all these experiences I gathered during my six years of all this intense spiritual journey and I consider myself to be an empath and I can say that there is a soul in our heart and also we have this astral body so yeah it's literally our soul living in a body and I felt that many times so it's normal not to have existential crisis or to think uh, that we are mortal. It's, it's very okay to, to, to be an atheist nowadays and to just uh, question this immortality thing. Um, I also needed the proof. Uh, this is why I stepped out of my comfort zone. <clears throat> so I got plenty of the proofs, including synchronicities or just like matrix, matrix situations. So to sum up, Mm, don't listen what science says. Some time ago, people massively believed the Earth was flat, and people still believe in Darwin's evolution theory, mm, just because it was written by corrupted scientists um, on on the book. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't, but I'm just a person who believes in corruption, and um, yeah, there are no answers, and people like to ask them in order to stop the masses from asking the question science found out some answers yeah like there are no answers on a certain topic sometimes and people are very curious and they try to ask like how this evolution mm, happened and why there are so many different races of, of humans and yeah, probably science didn't know how to explain that or they just wanted to hide probably something from humanity just to keep people in systematic matrix. And 
it just said yeah darwin just said that we 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 just evolutionized from from the yeah from the gorillas i don't say that it's not correct but i don't want to be this science following geek because i know that times do change and people believed completely different things uh 1000 years ago and after 1000 years from now i think that people will know more questions and all these theses all these uh things that physicists tried to explain could be denied literally because i know that i don't know anything <laughs> it's just my philosophy so um anytime anytime soon a scientist could be crushed in a good debate so nobody will ever persuade me to be an atheist anymore and that's very amazing so yeah that was it for my podcast and see you next week <laughs>